This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, this morning we've focused already on festivals and it's great to be talking about another one, Puaka Matariki Festivals in the calendar from the 21st of June this year. And we thought we'd take an opportunity to catch up with Festival Coordinator Vicky Lenehan to talk about uh, where the state of play is at the moment. Morena, good to have you with us, Vicky. Good, isn't it? We've got a fringe festival on right now. We've just had an announcement through from uh, from Fanamanama, the uh, New Zealand Film Festival, that they're coming back in August, albeit in a in a reduced format. Um, so here we are, planning another festival. And I don't know, what's the feeling in your bones? Going to happen this year? Uh yes. In in some way, yes, we will be delivering our festival. It's so important. It's a celebration of high water, and what better time to remind ourselves that. We need contact with each other somehow, whether that's in person or in, on the digital marae. We, yes, we, we need to share our knowledge because we do need to plan. And um, one of the best ways to do that is to look at what we've learnt. Yes, an, an extra level of poignancy about uh, about this festival, about about many opportunities that we get to get, to get together and celebrate, uh, well, not only arts, but um, community and food and stories and whānau. Yes. yes, all of that. I mean, who are we if we aren't um, amongst our own people? And sharing uh, our stories is, is really the key goal of the festival, as it has been for millennia. You know, in Dunedin, midwinter is absolutely not the time to be in the garden preparing the soil. It's the time to be inside, wrapped in the warmth of the hearth and your whānau and remembering our dear departed, remembering all of the lessons that they learnt the hard way and that they've passed on to us and sharing those stories, celebrating who we are, but also looking forward to our future. So that really is the crux of celebrating the tohu of the season, both the soul star Paraka and the star cluster Matariki, right across the Motu, all across New Zealand. And we've noticed over the last decade or two that uh, it's become more and more important for New Zealanders to locate themselves here and now, and this is our ancestral knowledge. And we, uh, wow, we've got a national holiday now. Yes, so, yeah, yeah, that's we're, exciting. We're looking forward for sure. Puaka Matariki festivals in the past have been a wonderful mix of uh, the expected and the unexpected, the familiar and the unfamiliar. Do you expect and hope that it'll be the same this year? I sure do. Yes, I'm. I'm really excited. Maybe you can hear it in my voice. Really excited for coordinating a festival of whatever the community brings to me. We, we're really fortunate here in Australia, Dunedin, that we have enough community members with the courage and the knowledge to lead out community events. Different from other cities where it's entirely curated by the coordinator. That's not my role. I don't tell people what to do. I wait patiently and excitedly for people to bring me their ideas and I help them put them into practice. Well, then but, this particular... So all of that. Yeah, well, this part of the phase then is, is possibly the most exciting for you because the contestable funding round is open. Yeah, applications are welcome. Um, tell us what's going on right now around that. So uh, if you go to the Dunedin City Council website, and uh, that's dunedin.govt.nz, and there's a wee search bar on the left-hand side of the homepage. If you type Puaka into that, 
search bar, uh, a few um, different pages will come up for you to choose from. They will all drive you to the event registration and funding application page. There is a beautiful karaka there from Victoria Campbell that you'll also find on the festival website. That's matarikidunedin.co.nz. Tori is a kōkorangi. She's tohunga kōkorangi. She's an absolute expert in the stars that we see above us here in the deep south. So much so that uh, we've kind of lost her from Oshiputi up to Takapur to the Dark Skies Institute up there that Naita who have on the shores of the lake. She's also part of the SMART Collective, the uh, Māori Astronomers Network, that advise the government on the correct ways to observe these dates. So she really is our local expert and um, what she's written there that has been there for several years actually. If you haven't come across it before, do check it out in either of these ways a really lovely explanation of what we can see at that time. Um, it's not that far away. We're already quite close to the time that we lose the star cluster from our skies in the dawn. Um, yeah, there's some really terrific explanations. And then you go on to read a little bit more about what's expected from you if you're applying. Individuals and groups can apply. It's um, a little bit less stringent than some of the other funding avenues that you find around that insist that you're incorporated or a charity. We don't need that. Uh, we just need you to demonstrate that you understand the kaupapa of the season and um, if not, then we'll work towards that. Just get in touch with me. It's really important that I speak with everybody who is wanting to both register and apply for funding so that we can make it the best that we can together. You've um, uh, considered a number of applications now over the many festivals that you've been part of. Uh, you'll have some very good ideas about how best to shape uh, an application for the funding here. What what would you say are the, sort of the key things that need to be determined to uh, that uh, in the interest of, of putting your best foot forward for an application? Well, it's top of mind for everybody, but COVID-19 has really affected our ability to deliver large events. So I'm encouraging groups to think about reducing the size of their deliveries and make it manageable for them as well as their audience. Because the DCC is the umbrella of the festival and all DCC events must uh, have vaccination checks uh, with the vax passes. And until that changes at the um, Ministry of Health level, we are obliged to implement that too. But it's better for our community too. It's um, an iwi mandate as well as a government mandate that we do our best to, to protect everybody in our community, especially the most vulnerable. Uh, we're looking at uh, looking after our kaumatua and our immunocompromised and our little, little people too. Yes, um, as this virus changes, the more it's around in our community, the more it changes and the more unpredictable it is. So we must be using the technology at hand, just as our ancestors have. We've never been afraid of using new technology to help us survive, and this is another great example of that opportunity to do so. So that would be top of mind for everybody already, but it needs to be part of their planning as well. And if they're any uh, questions about that, please do get in touch with me. Um, the initial email address to go to is tuakamatariki at gmail.com. 
and then I'll get back to you and we can start already. Well, it depends on how much is needed. If you don't need much from me, then I won't butt in too much. And if you do need lots from me, I'm totally up for it. Giving yourself as much time as possible to put this in train is always a good idea too. You have through until the 19th of April to submit your application, but right now would be a perfect time to have a corridor with you, right? Oh, yes, it's always a good time to get in touch. I mean, I'm, I'm super busy. I work part-time in council and um, try really hard not to do overtime because you never see it again. But it's the kaupapa is super important to me personally, spiritually, so I'm always willing to put the extra time in for people that need me to. So, yeah, do reach out. I'll do my absolute best to gather it all up and together we'll weave an awesome programme. Well, we've... Um... We've been working in such flexible ways over the last couple of years that um, nothing should take us by surprise now, one way or another. Uh, if we're ready to, to move and shift in the way that the community needs for this festival, it will be a fantastic festival from Tuesday oh, 21st yes, to June. I have no doubt. And and if, if it's an idea that you've got brewing and you think, oh, maybe nobody's ever done that before, how do we make that work? I'm super interested to hear about that stuff. You know, there's especially from Rakatahi, they've got some fabulous ideas that, um, that that old folk like me haven't got a clue about. Just just get in touch. There's so many things. The most important thing here is that we're celebrating ancestral knowledge and we're looking forward to a healthy future. So any, right. any way that we can express that and celebrate being Māori, we don't get a lot of opportunities to do that down here. We're fairly invisible, so this is this is our time. All right, hop online, the Dunedin City Council website, type Puaka in and you'll find uh, some links through to the uh, to the application process. Similarly, from the Matariki Dunedin website, matarikidunedin.co.nz. Vicky, no doubt we'll have many kōrero in the uh, time leading up to and including the time of the festival, Puaka Matariki Festival. I look forward to it. Thank you for joining us. Oh, thanks for the opportunity, Jeff. I hope you have a great day and same for all the listeners. Maybe all the this podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.